Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Hears for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I'm good. Uh, peek behind the curtain for everyone. Me and Connor had like a 15 minute discussion about Game of Thrones before this mm. and I legitimately thought we were about to go into a movie Monday show. <laughs> we, we, I was re-watching it because I, I wanted to see if it still held up and it definitely still does not hold up. No, 10 thumbs down from the Heroes for Hire podcast. <laughs> and we've just been bitching about season 8 for 15 minutes so that, that's not really a movie but that's more of a movie Monday's thing than a weird news Wednesday, Sean. What do we do here? Oh, on Wednesdays you gather all of the weird news stories from around the world and you read them all out to me. Now, I have not heard any of these stories, so we just are about to have a bit of a chat, a bit of a psychological breakdown of how mental people are. Yes, and so what I decided to do this week, Sean, was I wanted to start off um, because some things just make me laugh. In, and somehow, sometimes children shit falling three. over, Ch- uh, children good falling people getting hurt, those things. Yes. Just orphans, orphanages <laughs> burning. We all have a good laugh, don't we? Oh, and you <laughs> smell downwind and smell it burning, yeah. <laughs> but, um, Sean, some things just, some stories I find are like, oh, they might be funny for lots of people, but this is just funny for me because it's so weird that it's just perfect because I have Chicago man freezes pants to reserve parking spots (laughs) what how does that work (laughs) they're standing up Sean oh my god (laughs) see I knew you would also find this funny (laughs) the image of that is beautiful in my head a Chicago man's unusual method of calling dibs on a parking space is gaining attention on social media after he perfected a method of freezing his trousers so they stand on their own. He went through several stages of trial and error in this. Perfected a method. Seems he's like the scientist we don't we didn't know we need. Okay, if I was to perform a trouser freezing ceremony mm. i i think my first my first shout dip him in water yeah but then how, he okay. must have a massive freezer to get all of these ah you see it's chicago 
during <gasps> February, January. So the it is freezing city. there. Yeah, okay. So he's just so he's wetting them, leaving them outside. Yeah. To, how many parking spaces does this man need? <laughs> so, the, the mental image. Also, you can look up an image of this if you'd like. Can because we? the image itself made me laugh for five minutes. I, I just sometimes, sometimes putting the show together, I have a little giggle to myself. And this, this is one of those stories that I just think, why? Why would anybody do this? <laughs> Isn't it amazing? This is so oddly threatening. I love it. <laughs> it's just... Okay, all right. So Adam Seltzer of West Ridge posted photos to Twitter showing him reserving a shoveled-out parking space using pairs of frozen pants that he had shaped to stand up on their own. This is... Um, it, for anyone just that just hasn't seen this, it looks like someone has just photoshopped a pair of empty pants into a picture. It looks like how trousers would look in the Invisible Man movie. Yeah, it's like perfect. They're like, they're like, they're hanging well, those trousers, if I do <laughs> say so. And they're just standing up. Because who's going to park in a spot that the Invisible Man is standing in? Absolutely nobody. I would wager that no one, even if they were walking, no one would go near that because it it has a menacing energy to it. <laughs> Polar Vortex Foot is what he tweeted. Pants with nobody inside them. Soak a pair. Put outside. In about 20 minutes, you can form them to shape. And another 20, they're solid, he wrote in a Twitter post. He, this man has stopwatched this. <laughs> In in 20 minutes, form them. In another 20, they're solid. Move to the parking spot, spot you want. Move away. They'll be there in the morning. The, the, yeah, he's, he's a very trusting man that he doesn't think anyone will steal these frozen pants at all. He's got so many trousers, Sean. He's got a, he works in a trouser shop. That's what yeah. he does. Adam is said to be holding his parking space outside his apartment complex, outside of his work, and anywhere in between. <laughs> Just wherever he fancies stopping along the way. But there has to be, like, future planning. Because, like, he must think, oh, I need to go to work tomorrow. Oh, I would really like that parking spot as close to the door as possible. So what I'm going to do is tonight, while everyone's at home, I'm going to soak some trousers, and then I'm going to leave them outside 20, form them, wait another 20, let them freeze, them. Stick, them in the, stick, stick them in the parking spot. Now, like, it, 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 it is kind of, it's a, it's a double prank in a way, because, you know, one, you get your parking spot saved, but then, like, if it gets, you know, slightly above freezing, uh, suddenly it looks like a bunch of topless people got summoned to heaven. Don't go near that child. That's the old topless people going to heaven. <laughs> you know, the so old wife. It looks, like, it looks like the flash has just taken off, but he forgot yeah. his trousers. It does. It really does. <laughs> but Seltzer said he is not finished, Sean. You think, how could he approve? He said he's now working on a method to complete the ensemble. No. No, the one thing I impossible. tried this time that I haven't before is I've also frozen a couple of shirts. So we'll see if this works. He's all the news. The news, Sean. The news are in on this. Where will he strike next? This is like the Banksy of freezing clothes in the street. It's a very much a niche Banksy area, isn't it? I don't think there's too many competitors. He, is this man... I, this isn't just an idle thought that this man has. I guarantee you... The best way to form a shirt in sub-zero temperatures is running through that man's head most hours of the day. He had to perfect this method. So he's already got, like, I'd say 70% there. He's already figured out how to do one item of clothing. He's moving up the body. Is he going to get to just standing ties? Is it just going to be just standing, just anything? I would argue a tie would be one of the easiest ones to form. (laughs) Not to stand up by itself, though. True, true. Now, like my my question is like, because look, he he used denim jeans, which I wager would be more more they would be easier to form than like a flannel shirt. You know, mm. I think there's more structure to a denim. 
And you don't want to go double denim when you're organising all in that parking spot. Like <laughs> he's coordinating. The <laughs> he's like, oh, I put a navy trouser. I'm about to put a black top. Oh, I'm in laughing stock in a town. I, 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 I think I've discovered the end goal of all of this is that he's going to Go get on. a full set of clothes ready. Um, then he's going to light himself on fire and just jump into the clothes. <laughs> And then there'll be perfectly dry, perfect temperature, and the fire will be out most important. He just barrel rolls, stands up, just wipes off the smoke. Ah, yes, off to work. Casually dusts off his shoulder. <laughs> just, and he's outside the office. He walked from his house to the office, stark naked, got outside and went, get the old lighter fluid out now. About to get dressed for work. Your boy's about to get a promotion. <laughs> He just rolls, gets back up, fixes his tie, then goes in and sits down. <laughs> it's perfectly formed as well. It, it, it's it's ready for him. They're they're fit to they're tailor fit to his body already. I think th- I think this man is Wallace and Gromit combined. That's what I was imagining in my head this whole time. <laughs> but the idea that some people maybe just put a chair. Or something, like a folding chair or something, or a lawn chair, or traffic cones even, just to mark the spot. Yeah, the the traffic cones are designed uh, for this. Mm. Uh, Interesting fact about me, uh, I used to be paid to put stickers on traffic cones, uh, and I was paid by the cone. And myself and my no brother way. came up. Yeah, I was paid by the cone. <laughs> paid by the cone. You know a job is bad when you're paid by the cone. Oh, do, do, yeah, wanna... but then then you realise just how many cones you can get through in the day. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, whoever that employer was, that's capitalism at its finest. Well, we get more if we pretend like we're going to pay them lots. <laughs> Look, it, 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 got, it, it gave me some spends money in college. Uh, oh. But this was when me and my brother coined the phrase "live by the cone, die by the cone." Oh, I just thought you loved ice cream. Just, <laughs> mad about it. Mad about a frozen <laughs> treat. Yeah. I thought you had an ice cream truck. Oh, if only, if only. It, this would be great marketing for an ice cream truck. If you How got so? like frozen sets of clothes. Yeah. And they lead all the way to. Well, I guess it couldn't lead all the way to an ice cream truck because it is mobile. <laughs> mm, mm, that is that's <laughs> the, the ice cream truck is really just an ice cream stand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. It's just an ice cream stand in the dead of winter in Chicago, and it's doing great. Thank you very much. Why have they never done this? You know, like to show, oh, global warming is bad, guys. Like we're all gonna freeze to death, or we're all gonna be in flames or drowned. Just like show this, like this could be you. Out of your clothes. <laughs> See, those trousers used to be in them. Now, you're not. That's what happens. That's, yeah, or, like, okay, you get you get a bunch of, like, last season's clothes. You freeze them all. <laughs> and then Look when at the, us. The, the style icons, like, we are. The last season's last clothes. Last season's. So, some kind of Dolce and Gabbana or some <laughs> I, shit. I have the same clothes for ten years. Go on. <laughs> I have shirts that I bought when I was 14. <laughs> Still growing into them. <laughs> One day I'll be big and strong, but uh, but then like then when when the thaw comes and all the clothes collapse on the ground, you just mm. put up signs and say these used to be cool. <laughs> they really should bring this in for Puxatani Phil and Groundhog Day, like oh, six more <laughs> weeks of winter. Just leave them up, and then but if he doesn't see anything and it's like oh winter's gone melt them all let them all flop to the floor it's the summer now bring out the big hair dryer yeah <laughs> the big hair dryer Sean do you think this man is a genius or a crazy person oh I think it's it's a it's the perfect mix of the two and that's what makes him an artist Connor yeah that's what makes him the, the Banksy of the frozen clothing world it's a hotly contested title but god damn I think he's claimed it today <laughs> He's perfected it. You can't beat that. He's done so, research. <laughs> he must have gone through several things. But it's not solid enough. 
It's just not working. How do I make these jeans stand up by themselves? <laughs> Go to bed, honey, please. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. The jeans, Margaret, the jeans. Have you considered the jeans? <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news. And this is, this is a story of, I think, a classic idiot robber. Um, for more re- ways than one, because I have angry maskless man, denied food service, returns with gun to steal fried chicken and waffles. Oh, and, and, okay, 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 so maskless first of all. Mm. This, exp- and <laughs> this answers uh, my next question of, was he wearing a mask when he decided to rob the place? He was not. Because a man who was denied service for not wearing a mask at the fried chicken restaurant allegedly returned with a gun and held up the kitchen before robbing them of fried chicken and waffles. So, the incident occurred at approximately 5.37pm at Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles. To be fair, that's where the place you'd go if you wanted chicken and waffles. He attacked the Holy Land. (laughs) The Holy Land. The Zenith. Of chicken and waffles is right there in Pasadena, California. Um, The news said that according to the police and restaurant officials, the suspect initially walked into the Roscoe's to order food, but was denied service by the staff because there's a whole global bastard going on and he was not wearing a mask, Sean. Yeah, and it's one of the few rules we've agreed upon as a society is just a Mm. good thing to do. Yeah. So employees informed him that he could return to get food once he was wearing one. There was no issue with serving him. Just go off, get a mask and come back and we'll serve you. No problem. The man then left the restaurant, Sean, and did indeed return. So pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And with mask in hand, ready to order his chicken and waffles and eat them at home, correct? This time he showed up at the back of the establishment with a gun. Oh, Oh no, I gave him too much credit. <laughs> he comes straight towards me with a gun, said um, one of the workers, pointing at me and saying, put all the chicken in the bag, said the cook, Robert Gonzalez. And did he uh, did he say what item on the menu he was looking for, Connor? <laughs> and he's like, put all the chicken in the bag. Well, do you want, like, what kind of herbs? I don't know what kind of spices you want on these things. Plain, like, a lot of people like spice. I don't know what you think. <laughs> Uh, I've also I've looked up the Roscoe's menu some of their names are fucking ridiculous <laughs> go on uh, well look you could have uh, Easy Ed's special uh, which oh. is a chicken liver omelette um, oh. you can <laughs> you can have the country girl which is one <laughs> half of a chicken <laughs> <laughs> what aspect of a country girl gives off the impression that she's one half of a chicken Oh, I do not know. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Who looks at one half of a chicken go, my God, I love country girls. <laughs> <laughs> Who named that item? And then there's all- <laughs> Go on. There's also the Big Mama special. Now, this actually sounds oh, yeah. all right. It's scrambled yeah. eggs with onions and Martin cheese. Lawrence. Served. <laughs> <laughs> Such a shit go joke. <laughs> go on. No, it's just it's it's fucking gravy and biscuits and shit. It's great. <laughs> biscuits and gravy. It's a it's, it's to be gravy. fair, that is like a staple of all these places. So we're not gonna slag that, it's just the naming really needs to get it moved around a little bit. Um, That's it, but this but man is leaving with a bag of chicken at this point he, in his he, head. Now you could say he's come back with a gunshot and he could easily go for, you know, monetary stuff. Anything Oh yeah, I'm sure there's a safe or something in there. Just a, even a cash register. But yeah. no, He's here for one thing and one thing only, and that is the chicken. I mean, it is what Roscoe's is known for, as we found mm. out there. But like, give me, give me a country girl. <laughs> no, not her. Half a chicken. You know what I mean. <laughs> you, you made the menu, Roscoe. <laughs> you think Roscoe, the man, is standing there? Oh. Well, why would it be called Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles otherwise, Connor? <laughs> of course. John McDonald is always there. <laughs> <laughs> so did he Did he get away with anything? M- Manager Angela Prieto said he didn't take or demand any cash from the restaurant. Only chicken and waffles. Oh, that's, that's somehow more threatening. Mm. Because he's like, he he's willing he to... He, well, he, this is a man willing to pull a gun over some chicken. 
he didn't take any cash said the manager he actually took the chicken and was ha- was leaving but before he walked out the door he came back and took syrup for his chicken <laughs> I'm taking this too <laughs> I'm taking I came with a hat <laughs> okay <laughs> 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 Sean, you're going to a robbery. You're like, put all the chicken in the bag. They put the chicken, and then like you must be halfway out the door, thinking, "Fuck, this is a bit dry." What I need is some syrup, and I can't go back in. It'll be embarrassing. Look, I'll just hop. I'll pop back in for a second. Just, I'm just going to take this. Sorry about that, lads. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Have a good day. Thanks very much. Bye bye. Bye. Prieto told the news that the whole incident, while amusing in hindsight, was terrifying while it was happening, of course. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. there's a gun in your place of work. That's not good. He said that the cashier was very, very scared. And when I first talked to her, she was basically uh, hysterical. But after a while, she calmed down and started laughing about it because she realised all he did was take some chicken. (laughs) I mean, yeah. And no one was hurt. We literally make that. So, yeah, like, we'd prefer you to pay for it and wear a mask, but if this is the situation we're in, you could have done a lot worse. And there's no way he got, like, a big bag. They probably gave it to him, like, in the bag that all the other chicken comes in. So The little bag that like they have for pieces. fries. Yeah, they just gave him a little bit of chicken to, to tide him over. But do you think he'll be back? He could never go back to that place again, could you? Well, in an ironic twist, Sean, now you forgot the main part of this. What's the first thing a robber needs when he's committing a robbery? A mask. The surveillance cameras, ironically, were able to capture images of the man's face due to the fact that he was not wearing a mask. Ah, no. (laughs) I would have gotten away with it, but I wanted to affect people. Damn it. I I wanted to not have my rights compromised. (laughs) So, I compromise some chicken. I'm a big fan of freedom, lads. <laughs> so, they now have his face all over cameras and are currently out on the look for him. Okay, so I hope it was very good chicken in that case. I'm uh, Surely. Uh, nobody was injured in the incident, but the man who robbed the establishment is still at large. Um, Gonzalez said to the news, I almost got shot over stupidity, I guess. <laughs> That is That's a man that, Sorry that's a that's a. Sorry is it a man or a woman I forgot It's a man yeah It's a man That's a man who has just like Been through so much corporate bullshit That he's just like I guess I nearly got shot over chicken This might as well happen <laughs> Like How much do you have to want chicken and waffles To be like I'll fucking show them I'm you know, going I mean, home What I will say gun. Well, get, get, he went home and came back. It wasn't just out in the he, car. Or no, no, he went. He went home and got came back. Right, unlocked the gun safe that he keeps everything safely stored in, and then right back into chicken and waffles. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, is a great combination. I only had it like last year, and it's fucking class, boy. I've never had chicken and waffles together. Oh, it's really good because it's like bread, but it's sweet. But the chicken is savoury. Oh, Connor, right. you'd love it. And what if I put half a chicken on that and start constru- calling it a country girl? I find that offensive, actually. <laughs> I, th- I think I've come down on the line that that's offensive to someone. Somehow, it makes me feel weird. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't care for the feeling it gives me. It, it's somehow offensive, but I don't know how. And that's worse. That is worse. The uncertainty is the worst part of it. Mm. Sean, what do you think of his teeth? Do you think maybe if he had actually worn the mask in the first place, none of this could have been avoided? And if he had had to wore the mask at any point, he would have gotten away with it? Yeah, I think every, like, uh, timeline of this event where, you know, the man goes into chicken and waffles, it, it, all of it is made easier for him if he wears a mask. Like, every conceivable parallel version of that. Even if he comes back to do the robbery in a mask, it's a million times easier. It's still a million times easier on him in the long run. Uh, But I'll be honest, I don't think he was thinking that far. I think he was blinded by chicken. And syrup. And syrup. Mm. He he slowly regained his sight after the chicken, but then was blinded again in terms of syrup. (laughs) Yeah, you put all the syrup in the bag too. You're right beside the syrup. Fine, I'll just take it myself. It's fine. And And I'd like some little ketchups. And a straw. Yeah, I, and I feel awkward asking about it because like, it's behind the counter and I'm a bit anxious. But do you have any little mayo? Do you have any little mayo tubs? I'd love some. The girlfriend's mad about them. 
just just give me a handful of mayonnaise don't just, even bother just, with the tub just, don't put it in a tub just put it in my hand i'll put it in my pocket oh no let's move on <laughs> mayo pocket you know your life hasn't gone well when you got a mayonnaise pocket i'm just saying it i've not reached um, but, it yet <laughs> um so Sean, we're going to move on to another man who has i would say his story doesn't line up um he was caught in a bit of a a suspicious um location and his story just did not make any sense because I have man found naked in car park said he was on his way to buy wet wipes but he got lost Oh okay did did he perhaps freeze his trousers outside earlier That was that's the thing <laughs> I tried to put them on but they're so cold officer oh, I had to leave so chilly. <laughs> <laughs> A man has been given a fine after he was found naked in his Mazda in a closed car park on what he said was an essential trip to buy some wet wipes. For for you see, officer, I am currently very dry. And <laughs> yeah, look at my body, officer. Not a fucking bit of moisture. I, I need wish, to be I wet. I wish to be dampened, sir. The <laughs> unnamed um, man appeared flustered when he was questioned by police in Derbyshire, who were patrolling yesterday after local rangers alerted them to littering and other soiled items in the area. Police said on Facebook, on pulling up next to the car, officers were startled to discover a lone male in a complete state of nature. Oh, that's a very poetic way of putting mm. in the nip, isn't it? He was he was in the nip, Sean, in his car. They pulled up and they went, fucking hell. <laughs> he showed a lot. <laughs> and might I say, sir, congratulations. <laughs> very moist. <laughs> um, those wet wipes are working. Naturally, officers challenged the nude male, asking him why he to was a in fight. a closed car back. <laughs> No, I think you never want to challenge any naked person to a fight because there's there's a level of uncertainty that you can't compete with. That's true, unless you and, and unless you even the playing field, Connor. <laughs> I think that's a different thing. All oh, right, okay, fair enough. So. <laughs> but imagine you turn up to any fight, you go, "Oh, meet me after school. I'll fight you." <laughs> And you turn up, and one of them is naked, and the guy is just naked in front of you. Like, you're going to be like, fuck, he wants to fight. <laughs> yeah, you're going to think about everything up to this point. <laughs> Thinking, maybe I'm going to lose. Not because there's anything like, wrong with that. It's just, it's a level of randomness to the situation that it doesn't need. No, Yeah, but like, imagine, imagine like, you're, you're on a night out, and there's... You know, lads going at each other and other lads holding him back saying, ah, he's not worth it. And then one of the lads just says, no, let's take this outside. And then you get outside, everyone's in a circle, they're staring at each other. And then one of them just casually starts undressing for the fight. Just starts unbuttoning his trousers and just pulling them down. It's like psychological warfare. Yeah, you're going to be sorry in about 30 seconds. Here, would you just help me with this fucking zip? Fuck it, and it's stuck. (laughs) Um, so naturally officers challenged the nude male asking him why he was in a closed car park the man claimed he had stumbled across the car park by accident after taking several wrong turns having just made a specific journey to a shop to purchase a pack of wet wipes right now these wrong turns he took was he walking in and out of the lines uh, in the car park ah he was, he was driving. Kind of oh, he was driving. He was. They pulled up, and he was in his car naked. Oh, in the Mazda, of course. I forgot. Oh yes, yeah. So they asked him, "Why are you naked in this car park?" And he said, "I'm just lost. I went to get wet wipes, came back, took several wrong turns, and I've ended up here." Officer, I honestly, I've taken four left turns, and I'm right back where mm. I started. <laughs> however, however, the male was unable to provide a reasonable excuse of why he was stark naked in the car park during the height of a national lockdown. <laughs> that, that that is something you'd have to answer for. That's a bit of an ace, to be fair. It's like, well, he couldn't really answer why he was naked during the lockdown in this random car park. I feel like we might have him on something. I feel like. Unless he has a very good excuse, mm. he's definitely he having was, a chat with us. Now, his excuses were, 
um, he was said to have kept repeating that his satnav was not working, so he had removed his clothing. <laughs> Just in case, you know, to throw off the scent of any any animals that might be tracking him. You may, you'll have to speak up, Satnav. I'm wearing a towel. I'm just going to take this off. Um, upon finding out from the officer that they could see an empty pack of wet wipes just outside of his car door, he informed them that they weren't his and must have been left there by somebody else. An em- oh, so he's used the wet wipes, perhaps. Mm. He's already used them, which brings a whole host of other questions we don't need to answer. This man just glistening in the passenger seat of a Mazda. <laughs> He's looking like Robert Pattinson in Twilight. <laughs> just sparkly and handsome. Sparkly. They've turned him like, fuck it, hell. This man is fucking lovely. What an absolute gent this is. <laughs> Finding him, they sent him on his way and told him to put some clothes on. <laughs> and and he, he got away with it. Uh, he it, well, they find him and they told him to drive home and put some clothes on. But Sean, this man was just randomly in a car park, naked. Nobody else in the car. Nobody else in the car park. He just went to get some wet wipes and apparently got lost and ended up there. And, and look, haven't we all? Is what I would say to that. Now, uh, I, that's actually how I met. No, I was going to say that's actually how I met my family, but I met them earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, I'm really glad you finally met them. By the yeah. way, yeah, it's been nice. Uh, oh man, look, I, I'm glad. That, look, this man got away with a fine. There was no one else in the car park, which was which is good because otherwise that's a whole other thing. Yeah, uh, but you know, ultimately, what harm was he doing? He was just sitting naked in his car, as we all have the right to do. The, the God-given right to sit naked in your own car while dousing yourself in the wettest of wipes. <laughs> dousing? D- is dousing God. the wrong word there? Dousing's the wrong word, but it, it it just gives a mental image that I don't really... I'm not a big fan of it. Well, that's fine. That's fine, Connor. We don't have to agree on everything, but just imagine him sitting there, like, not even wiping himself with the wet wipe. He just takes out like 20 of them. <laughs> And rings him in his hands to just release the liquid. And just, he has his head back just flowing in the car. Oh, beautiful. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> now I'm perfectly fine to listen to this sat-nav. <laughs> just listen to the soothing tones of the sat-nav. Um, Sean, it, was he up to development or was maybe he just... Uh, I would probably say on drugs. I, w- I would posit the idea of a few drugs... Mm being involved in this yes um, okay Sean we're going to move on to our next piece of news this is only a small piece of news that I've kind of thrown in here because it involves our humble land of Ireland <gasps> and we we don't normally get a b- weird news from Ireland because nothing happens here there's like seven people that live here yes, that's but, true especially these days all those seven people are inside exactly so you don't really see them that often but I have from a place called Longford, Sean, which is Longford. one of the counties here in Ireland that nobody talks of. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's Longford. not Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> but a Longford woman, it's, you know, next week, Sean, well, I would say this weekend, is Valentine's Day. And oh, so geez. love is in the air. Is what Would you say that? Uh, I, I would. There's also other things in the air, so wear your mask. Mm, exactly. But mostly love, Sean. Mostly love, because one man decided to propose to his girlfriend just in time for the big day this weekend, Sean. And what he did was, he did it in the most romantic way possible. Irish romantic proposes to girlfriend with marry me, written in alphabeti spaghetti, for dinner. Oh, are they big into alphabeti spaghetti together? (laughs) If if they're not, wrong move. (laughs) She, she, like she's celiac or something. <laughs> <laughs> she just viciously hates beans. <laughs> just, uh, okay, hang on. How, how many letters is that? M A R R Y M E. Seven. Oh, it's letters. longer than that. It's longer than that. Oh. It said, is- "Karen Menton, will you marry me on a slice of toast?" <laughs> <laughs> Ah, romance! What a time! Look, he look. It, 
it's sweet in a way. Is well, it's savoury. Let's be honest. Yeah, oh, very savoury. Very savoury. It's <laughs> just the effort. Because <laughs> I imagine, like building up to a proposal is one of the most nerve wracking things you could possibly do. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a big day. Like you're like, oh man, well, I, I'm going to ask him or her to marry me. Like this is a pretty big deal. That, yeah, and so, but imagine going through all of that and picking out individual letters of alphabetic spaghetti and perfectly arranging them at the same time. And then she comes in, she's like, oh, I'm not in the mood for toast this evening. Do we have any, you know, steak? Anything else? the evening or the morning? Because I was picturing this as a morning job. Oh, no, Sean, this is in the evening. Ah, lads. Yeah. Oh, honey, I've made dinner. <laughs> A Longford woman received the proposal of her dreams when her boyfriend spelled out those emotive words marry me in alphabeti spaghetti on toast for dinner. Karen Menton was shocked when her boyfriend Dermot placed the unlikely proposal on her dinner plate before kneeling down to reveal an engagement ring. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Dermot, who we can only imagine is a fucking sound lad or a legend. (laughs) Um, Dermot popped off in the group chat that day. Dermot said, I had been racking my brain for weeks. How will I ask her? But the only idea that I kept coming back again and again to was Heinz Alpha Betty. (laughs) That's the only idea, Dermot, is it? (laughs) I'm sure she like... Does she like flowers? Chocolates? Anything? I'm... Yeah, surely even, like... You could get... I don't know... A a bottle of wine with her name? Well, maybe you can, you can get spaghetti is better. You can get chocolates that, like, you engrave... Or not engrave, but, you know, like, they shape into letters. And then some, a company will do that for, like, 20 quid. So just get them to send you one that says, Marry me. <laughs> Yeah, and is, first of all, if they don't get free alphabetic spaghetti for life now, mm. that's a whole, I, like, that, that, opportunity. Then, then, I, then there's no God in this world, is what I'm saying no. there. Um, um, second of all, in terms of the spelling, is there enough of each letter? Interesting. That's an interesting I, point, Sean. What I'm thinking, because I look, uh, thank God <laughs> you're, didn't have you're a, a connoisseur. I'm a connoisseur <laughs> of the, the alphabetic spaghetti. Specifically, I used to like the Bob the Builder kind, one of the best. Um, also, have you, you ever had the meatballs in a can? <laughs> you, <laughs> meatballs in a can? I, yeah, I mean, I've be, heard of the concept. Used to be meatballs in a can, and there would be little aliens on the cover. Uh, and they were just oh. great. They were classy. You'd heat them up in the microwave. Wa- oh. I once had, um, when I was like, I don't know what age I was, maybe 10, but I was going shopping with my mum, and there was ham that had the Batman symbol on it, but I think it was like corned beef. Oh, yeah. Like, version I know of ham. And it had like the Batman symbol on it. And I was like, ma'am, you have to get me that. I, I love it. And, and she was like, you don't like corned beef. And I was like, but I love Batman. <laughs> and <laughs> so I threw, a fu- I threw a full, like, hissy fit in the shop. Like, no, you have to get it. Like, I, I'm never going home again. I don't like you if you don't get this. So she's like, fine. I don't know what it costs. Like, 160. It's like, right, fuck it. Throw it into the trolley. So we get home. I take one bite. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, that's <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> this is disgusting. Batman, you, you fucking face. idiot. <laughs> what is, is this Zack Snyder's Batman? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, this is worthless. <laughs> Um, but speaking of food, Sean, because he oh, yeah, said that she, 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 he said that he wanted she know he knows that she loves alphabetic spaghetti, and she loves okay, good. <laughs> um, and I knew it would catch her completely unaware to sit down for her dinner, look down at her plate to read the words "marry me." Now this is this even gets more suspenseful because you said it's a big deal, Sean. Dermot yeah. needed a few a few hours to himself, so he decided to disguise a day of annual leave as a sick day to give him time to prepare for the big moment and avoid suspicion from Karen. <laughs> he needed so he needed a full day of prep yeah, time. For a this. full day to open a tin and pour it into a bowl and just take out things with a fork. <laughs> and was it cooked or was it just like 
swimming around in the can and then straight onto the toast. No, I think I'm sure he poured it into a bowl or a plate first. Spread them out. Pick the letters you want. <laughs> okay. It yeah. wasn't like he tipped over the can and hoped. Jeez, I really <laughs> hope this spells marry me. No, if she's the one, she's the one. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it in front of her. Could you believe you? Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> just says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go f- oh, what are the chances? Oh, Fucking no. hell. I-, I hate you, Karen. We should see other people. <laughs> so, did she say yes, by the way? She did say yes. So, he took Dermot just one can of alphabeti to spell out Karen Menton, will you marry me, on a slice of toast. When Karen arrived home for dinner, she was quickly ushered to her seat before dinner went cold. See what he did there. Dermot explained, I also made my own ring box and I fashioned a cover to put over her plate so that she wouldn't see it until the perfect moment. Then... I revealed the plate and I got down on one knee with my homemade ring box and I asked her to marry me. She replied, are you joking me? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, this is all a fucking trap. Oh, Connor, I've just thought of the best joke, okay? Go on. Because if she had said no, he would have been eating bachelor's beans. (laughs) Oh, shit! Shit! Do they have bachelor's beans worldwide? Ladies and gentlemen, bachelor's beans are a brand of bean that you can buy. (laughs) That is, that's a joke too good for this show. So that's why I'm going to bypass it. That's fair. That's fair. I just needed to get it out there. That's going on my CV. Um, So she instead... Uh, Darren had a special dinner booked at a nearby restaurant, so unfortunately for Garen, she wouldn't eat. She couldn't eat the spaghetti on the toast, so he actually had a restaurant booked, which I think at this stage is a bit suspicious. Well, wait, wait, yeah, wait a minute. What's what's going on these days, Sean? Oh, there's a fucking certain <laughs> level five lockdown going on here, Dermot. Dermot, I don't want to... I, I'm not a snitch. Now, Dermot, you know that about me. I'm not a snitch. But you are going to jail. <laughs> I, I, what fucking restaurant did this? <laughs> <laughs> Someone was like, wait, you're feeding her fucking beans. Open the fucking restaurant. Oh, Jesus on, I'll Christ. Fucking, I'll take the fine. I'll Fuck. lose the license for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Karen is said to have she's contacted Hines to ask for alphabet spaghetti dried letters to be sent to her so that she could make an artwork of the proposal, which is nice. Um, And she said that um, we'd like... Oh, actually, Heinz have now said that they are going to be doing a special can of alphabetti spaghetti for Valentine's Day that just has the letters M-A-R-Y and E in it. Oh, okay, so it's easier to spell out. Oh, what if you bought the wrong... Oh, what if you were doing the shopping on February 13th, right? (laughs) And you pick Panicking. up the ro- you have the wrong can of alphabet spaghetti. <laughs> this just says "fuck you" repeatedly. I can't use this. But what if there's an accidental proposal, Connor? <laughs> yeah, just like pour it on your toast. Don't worry about it. You give it to her. We've only been dating two days. This what? man is fucking serious. I mean, Jesus. Brave getting into a relationship two days before Valentine's Day. <laughs> Brave. Big day. Our first Valentine's. We've been together three weeks. My God, and he's already asked me to marry him through a tin of alphabet spaghetti. I don't... <laughs> and he says he bought it special. He made me alphabet <laughs> spaghetti for our first Valentine's Day. <laughs> There's many things wrong with that. Um, so, Sean, love is in the air. And I, I, what I want to do next week is hopefully I can get some stories of bad... Um, bad stuff that have happen- has happened on Valentine's Day. Just oh God. to kind of show us some of the worst dates, something like that. I feel like it's going to be after Valentine's Day, though, because next week is like the 17th. So does anyone want to actually hear that? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It depends how the week goes, let's be honest. It depends how the week goes. So it depends what I find out about dates over the next few days. So, Sean, we're going to move on to another man who attempted to rob food. Now, this is like a weird week where this has happened twice, so we just kind of have to go with it. But, man arrested after attempting to rob exactly three tacos from an Akron Taco Bell. 
Oh, why you? What is there like a tree for one deal? What prompted the robbery? Did he just mm. not have any money? A 36-year-old man was arrested in Akron or Akron, Akron um, on Friday Ohio. night. Akron, Ohio, uh, after he attempted to rob a Taco Bell of exactly three tacos, according to the police. Okay, and what's the going rate for a taco these days? Oh, I don't know, two dollars? A dollar? I don't know. Uh, hang on, let me... Taco Bell menu prices, thank you very much. <laughs> a crunchy taco is one dollar and nineteen cent. That's okay, that's pretty good. Uh, also, a soft taco is $1.19. Now, if you want the Crunchy Taco Supreme, Connor, you'd better Sean, be prepared not, to... Sean, they're not going to give you that job. I just oh. want to get this in early. Okay, right. Well, <laughs> we'll just say... We'll say €1.50. <laughs> so around 9.20pm, officers are responding to the Taco Bell at you East want a burrito? Street. <laughs> no! <laughs> While police were on scene awaiting for vehicles to be moved, an employee walked out and told police that an attempted robbery had just incurred inside. That's a convenient timing. <laughs> so they were dealing with a different parking complaint, and while they were there, an employee walked out and was like, Look, there's some chap trying to steal three tacos inside if you want to know about that. <laughs> just say, look if you guys have time I know it's yeah. like a petty it's the pettiest of thefts he, he's killed four people already and he plans to kill again but if you have any minutes just even five just to check it out <laughs> he, 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 he demanded three tacos and then said one of yours for one of mine <laughs> <laughs> he's already chopped off Susan's arms and he says she can't get them back until he gets his tacos now I don't want to trouble you once again, I do not want to bother you with this officer, but he seems to be a bit angry. I mean, as we've established, a soft shell taco is $1.69. <laughs> do you know that officer? Just to let you know, um, the employee um, told the police that a man had entered the restaurant, walked up to the front counter, and demanded three tacos, punching his fist into the counter as he said it. Okay, up until that last sentence, that's a standard way to order something at fast food. <laughs> so far, can I have three tacos, please? Is so far you've not raised any suspicions. But when you when you raise your arm and then drop it and slam mm. down on the counter, then you're a strange man. When they were about to make him his tacos, the man told employees he had a gun and would shoot them as he reached into his coat, according to police. He stated he didn't want any of those soft tacos out of, from the back. He wanted the fresh stuff or nothing. <laughs> this, is, this is a taco connoisseur we're dealing with. <laughs> I mean, who thinks it is robbery? He's sitting at home, planned it out like a heist. Right, I'm going to walk in. going to punch, punch the desk a few times, punch the counter, make, them, make it known that I'm not here for that fucking cheap shit. I'm here to fucking eat tacos that are proper. Anything else is wasting my fucking time and wasting theirs. That that's it. And so, d- did he actually have a gun, or was he just it was it the poker face kind of scenario? He did. I will let you know at the end, shot. But police oh, okay. said the man left without any tacos. Not not one. Not two. So he nor said, three tacos. He said, "Give me tacos or give me debt." And very quickly must have realised I'm not getting any of those tacos that I wanted. Especially the taco, the fresh stuff, not the shit stuff he wanted from out the back that have got off. Oh, he, he wanted the leaves, prime cr- crunchy tacos. He then leaves without any tacos, which begs the question, what were the police doing? As they'd already been informed during the robbery, what was occurring? I, I think they were... They probably had to, like, ring back... This isn't a funny answer, Connor. They probably had to ring in... Uh, to the police station and be like, hey, this is going on. Can we take a look at this? He <laughs> says Susan's arms are gone. We really probably should go in, Sarge. <laughs> we keep hearing just, like, body parts being flung <laughs> against walls. Scre- random screams and then body parts and then eerie silences. I don't know what's going on in there, but it doesn't sound like tackles. It, it certainly do not, sir. So, so he he leaves the area, right? Police yeah. searched the area then, and they found the man outside of the back of a separate restaurant and detained him immediately. 
Police did not find a gun in their search, and the man was arrested and charged with robbery. Oh, and he didn't even get to eat any tacos. They don't serve tacos in prison. No, and so he walks in without a gun, and then says, give me three tacos, and makes it an armed robbery without being armed. So the real crime was lying, is what you're saying. I think what I'm trying to say is the real crime is the friends we made along the way. And he'd made no friends because he tried to And he'd made no friends, which I think is a negative. I think you walk in there, big smile on your face, say, sorry, sir, or sorry, madam, can I have a taco or two or three, and I definitely won't kill you. People will like you more. I feel, now, Connor, if I may, I think that last sentence might raise a few more eyebrows than it calms. I'm specifically saying I'm not going to kill you. No, but it's implied just by Mm. existing as a human that you're not going to kill other people. (laughs) I'm going to grab their head and just go, don't worry, I won't murder you. (laughs) Or just go make my tacos. Look, on paper... It's a fine thing to say, Connor. Simple. On paper, it reads seamlessly. But in practice, Mm. people do not respond well to even promises of not being murdered. Like it's the raising of the topic. Exactly. If we can just leave murder out of any conversation, Mm. then leave it to be a surprise. uh, You trust someone less if they say, "Don't worry, I won't murder you in your sleep." Yeah, there are some things that go without saying in a conversation. <laughs> well, I just assumed, like, obviously you're not going to do that, are you? No, I just said I wasn't. Why would I say that if I was lying? Yeah, but now, now I'm really curious as to why Don't that was worry. in your head. I won't eat you while you're asleep, starting from your toes and working my way up. I well, definitely see, now, would. The specifics are what really <laughs> yeah. t- take the biscuit here. <laughs> take the biscuit, you say? I once ate a biscuit, like I eat humans, but I definitely would. Not to you, anyway. The, um... Y- yeah, look, I, I'd have to say, Connor, your your social skills need work in that sense. Mm. Mm. What do you think of this man's social skills? Oh, flawless. Absolutely. Like, textbook example. If everyone follows this, we'll be grand. All if the problems you were gonna will be go solved. In, if you were going to go in, all glun- guns blazing, surely you would ask for five tacos, six tacos, something Some of value. Like a bit of a bit of cash, a bit of cheddar cheese on top of those tacos. Well, I mean, we we've had a man who just wanted chicken and waffles, but three specific tacos. It, it's very specific. Is like, why did he just want three? Was it just two for him and one for someone else? I don't know. Do they, are they served in threes? Are they? Are they small tacos? Okay, we don't have Taco Bell here, but no. Is like is three the standard amount that would fill you? Like, <laughs> I mean, yes, they're full of lots of stuff. That's true, but I know for a fact that like Burger King, a uh, 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 a Whopper, uh, is not going to fill me. But a King Chicken Supreme thing that'll oh. fill me all day. But that's because you're a bit of a connoisseur of K- K- KFC. The, well, I was thinking Burger, Burger King, King sorry. but yeah, <laughs> sure, spent, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I think I spent a cumulative one year in a Burger King when I was in college. <laughs> there was one right down the street. There was one right next door to the college. It was great. <laughs> a mistake, a mistake. I would say, <laughs> Sean. Do you think this man is maybe one of the? I think he needs to aim higher with his robberies. Is what I'd say. Well, this could have been his first one and he's working his way up to, like, the Pentagon. Yeah, start off there, move up to cannibalism. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Again, he just brings up these subjects, folks. Just randomly. It's just out of the blue. It's so suspicious. (laughs) I'm so random, lol. (laughs) Anyone who says that is definitely not random. No, it's very calculated kind of random. Or or my favourite is, like, people don't like me because I say it how it is. You know what no, I mean? You're just, you're just a prick. I think you're probably just mean <laughs> to people. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're going to finish off this week with Florida Man, as we always do. But Florida Man, he's a man to just... He wants to do things, but he comes up with lies for why he's committed illegal acts. Oh, okay. So, again, look, if we can turn this into a teaching podcast, lying is the source of all this pain. I mean, the lying and also the crimes. Oh, the crimes, yeah, but mm. the, the true crime is withholding the truth, wouldn't you agree? 
<laughs> what if you murder someone and then lie about it? Which is the worst crime? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> lying's a sin, but I think murder yeah. might also be a sin. <laughs> you just sit there like, you let him go, boys. <laughs> I ain't got none on him. He's, he's cancelled himself out. He's cancelled himself on Twitter. It's fine. <laughs> So, Orlando Airport passenger busted trying to board plane with 22 pounds of meat, police say. 22 pounds? What are one thing you don't want to bring on a plane? Or what are, what's one thing that you're definitely not allowed bring with you as a carry-on? Uh, like a, a tube of toothpaste. Mm. Um, you can't bring small knives. Uh, drinks. Drinks. Anything over 100 milliliters will kill everyone on board. That's yeah, true. That's everyone knows that. So what about 22 pounds of meat? I mean, it is over the baggage restrictions. So there's to, that to, to be fair. With. To be fair, I think it is a bold strategy, but it is also one that they wouldn't be expecting. Is what I'm thinking. So, like, they're all, everyone's always so careful. What if I put 22 pounds of meat in my backpack, walk directly to the gate, and hope for the best? They're it, never going to suspect it. I have a theory about this, but I'm going to hold it until I get more information on this lad. A, a passenger at Orlando International Airport who attempted to board a plane with 22 pounds of crystal meat and $900 in cash claimed the drugs weren't his, Beautiful. according to the police. Beautiful. The classic mm. excuse. As, as we learned from Shaggy, it wasn't me. <laughs> you are not, you're too white to quote Shaggy, I think. As, but, as we learned from Shaggy, zoinks. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a much better joke. <laughs> it's got layers. I would, I would give that a better one than Bachelors. Really? Really? In this day and age? Okay. In this this economy, police and a transportation security administration agent, fucking hell, spotted passenger Eli Brown at gate 35 around 8am and stopped him for a random bag check before he could board his flight to Louisville, Kentucky. Okay, now 8am is very early to be dealing with this. Mm. Inside the backpack, police said the agent found... 22 vacuum sealed bags wrapped in white clothing that each contained a pound of meat and $900 in cash. So he's been caught with 22 bags of meat and nearly a grand in cash in his bag. That, this man is like, he's just casually carrying around 22, 23 pounds. Just yeah. around with him. Fair play. Just, just be, And walking directly to his gate. Without even questioning whether I could be stopped. Yeah, just full confidence. Now, my theory mm. is that this man was a distraction and oh. there was a man with £44 of meth walking <laughs> just behind him. Surely you would only put one bag of meth on this guy then and then keep the other 21 and put it with the other guy. That, that... <laughs> it's it's like, um... Do you know scene in Airplane where they're like... They search a guy in at the metal detector for the smallest of things, and then another guy walks past. He just he's carrying a nuclear <laughs> missile behind him. <laughs> yeah, very similar. You just have a guy that literally has a shirt that says "I have loads of met." They're never going to check him. But you have this guy. You put one bag of met on him. You stick the other twenty-one with the other guy, so he's got like sixty-five bags of met. You're absolutely living at large. You're laughing. You're laughing in... Uh, where now, They're going to Tennessee, are they? <laughs> Eli Brown, he claimed, Sean, the bag wasn't his. That he fell asleep at the gate after flying in from Los Angeles. And when he woke up, the bag was next to him. And he assumed it was his since he arrived with an identical bag. Ah, uh, the old switcheroo. <laughs> Someone switcherooed. Someone switcherooed on him. The bastards. Isn't this the plot of, like... A bunch of like movies in the nineties that oh the bags got as- switched and now I have to <laughs> save the world but I'm just a regular kid. <laughs> but now I have all this mess. I've taken it all. I feel confident. Time to re-establish my connections with the cartel. <laughs> Time to start smelling colours. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So he said he fell asleep and he wakes up and this bag is right beside him and he doesn't once check inside it. 
He said he never checked inside the bag since he had woken up and couldn't figure out who was trying to frame him. Just, just someone met, you know. The, I I don't know the street value of meth, but I wager twenty two pounds of the stuff is yeah. pretty expensive. But in fairness to the lad who dropped the bag, it was a laugh. Like. <laughs> That's what he said. In fairness to the chap who probably... This is his bag, not mine. Just want to make that clear. In fairness to him, it does take balls to put this through the airport, doesn't it? Ah, it does. Our officer I mean, does there, doesn't it? A credit where credit is due. Like, you, like I, It's not me. I just want to really nail down that fact that it's not me. But at the same time, if it was... I would describe it myself as legendary. Maybe very cool, even. Would you concur? I know you can't take a side in this. Yeah. But, <laughs> they're in the, come on. They're in the police car, <laughs> driving to the station. Ah, no, officer, give me something. Like, even just five minutes, just tell me how cool that plan was. Because it's not mine, but someone definitely framed me, and that's not my bag, just to reiterate. But at the same time, look how nice that bag is. You'd have Just to have money to have that bag. Officer, officer, like, okay, if you think I'm a cool person, continue <laughs> driving the car and staying silent. Okay, thank Blink you. Blink twice. Blink <laughs> twice if you think I'm cool. Breathe. Blink three times if Breathe. you think I'm an absolute fucking ledge bag. Boom! <laughs> You're cool, officer. I like this guy. Um, when asked what he had in his original bag, Sean, he say, he is said to have been unable to think of any alternatives. <laughs> he was this close. They gave him an out. <laughs> no, that's not my bag. My bag is different. Okay, what's in your bag? Well, um, Cocaine. 21, oh. <laughs> 21 pounds of meth. Oh, fuck. Oh, jeez. It's a little better, officer, though, it's to be little, fair. A li- it's it's lighter. It's a lighter <laughs> sentence. Am I right? All right, blink twice. Am I right? Am I right? Is that, is that lighter? 21 bags? <laughs> so Florida man was arrested on the charge of trafficking in methamphetamine for over 200 grams. Sean, he has gone to jail. I feel like he's been framed, though. <laughs> I feel like... Wouldn't it be mad if he was framed, first of all? I just want to come down the line. I fully think he just forgot he had meth in his bag. Uh, but no, That's absolutely not the case. That man walked into the airport, went to sleep, and then they found him with the bag, and he was randomly checked. It was just like, fuck. Um, I fell asleep, and uh, they just put the drugs in my bag. That's the only explanation. And they made me take a bunch, and they I wasn't teach- happy about I'm ready with drugs, officer. Honest to God. Test me right now. I'll, fu- I, that, I'll light up that test with drugs. <laughs> Wait, no, that's illegal too. Oh, fuck. Do not test me. Promise me you won't test me. Big twice if you're not going to test me. Oh, you're ah, a legend. You're me. a legend. What, what's that? Oh, Mr. Mr. Cummings. Oh, fair play to you, boy. Huh? Fair play to you now. You're last, I'll put in a good word for you with the officer. With the Sarge. What's his name? You, Give me his dog. You done, you done good, rookie. Okay, let's get back <laughs> to the station. <laughs> let's get back. We got some bigger crimes to get to Rook. <laughs> he just talks his way into being the chief of police. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Sean, I think this is the end of this week's weird news. What a week of weird news. We had it all. We had love. We had lies. We had... Rap references from the 90s. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we had Scooby-Doo references from the 60s. Yeah, but that's still going on, isn't it? Yeah! Is that Scoob? No, I think there's always Scooby-Doo going on, no matter what time of the century it is. No, well, they got some work to do now. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> do you want to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with an episode of Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Um, special shout outs have to go out to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Raymond Slightly Ari Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Sphere for a Head Jamieson, uh, Dominic, <laughs> Josiah Green, Anna Helmroos, Little Dicky, Carefully, Careful He's Spontaneously Combustible McGrew, that gets harder every week, and Luke Hothoff Podcast as well. <clears throat> Oh, I wanted to give a shout out to Luke, who has uh, told me that some members of his family were not feeling a bit under the weather due to the global bastard over this oh, weekend. Shit. So we wanted to give you a big shout out, Luke. T- we're thinking of you. Yeah, um, big shout out. Much is, love. It, and it's a, it's a shit situation. 
Yeah, it's it's absolutely awful, and I hope everyone gets better soon. Uh, yeah. And in general, uh, and I, if I might be the first person in the world to ever say this, I hope things get back to normal eventually. Oh, that's now. To be fair, that is a plot twist I did not see coming. I know, I'm just I'm I'm starting a new platform here. <laughs> also, uh, I wanted to say that um, I really enjoy all the name changes that are currently going on. If anyone is still in the Patreon, you've not changed your name. Don't feel pressured to do it, but it's also funnier if we make Sean read longer and longer names. <laughs> I will say anything. That is confirmed. <laughs> He's he's. I do all the work earlier on in the show just to ruin his day with this one segment. That's a, think of me as the Ron Burgundy of the podcast. <laughs> Whatever on that auto cue. So that is that is. I think that's it for this week's weird news shot. I think that's about it, Connor. Um. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Meehan. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 